When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, baby. What if I just paused for about 30 seconds? You'd go, well, what happened? Dad? Dad, are you there? Um, Tom? I love it. It all works on the end. AJ and I, uh, you know, uh, Rudy's out for the next uh, six shows because he's out today because yeah. he's appearing in Chicago or outside Chicago at a comedy show. And then he's going to Disney World for a week next week. So I want—I literally wanted to mic him up, but I couldn't get to anybody in time without telling him, mic him up. So when he goes on the mind train and he goes, Jesus Christ, because he's all scared, <laughs> we could have heard it. Gee, somebody hold my hand. Help me. Oh, that's so funny. He's, he's going to have so much fun. I've never been to Disney either, so I'm oh, living vicariously God. through him. Um, he's going to have so much fun. We just got back again a couple of weeks ago. We literally have been going now for about, my guess, about 30 straight years. Because as soon as Alex turned about four, I think it was, Andy was six, Alex was four. So yeah, we've been almost, it's almost been 30 years ago into Disney World. And sometimes we went twice in one year. So, you know, <laughs> Disney made a lot of money off the old Bernard family. Let me just put it that way. And if you think that like just because Gogo isn't your blood relative, you're not taking her, you well, are wrong. Her. I don't think there's any question about that. I, I'm telling you, the one great thing about that was that whole period when I worked for Disney or we did. You were there when, when no. Disney owned it, right? Oh, you no, yet? I wish. Oh, you just came to the shithole era? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No problem. Um, working for Disney was a dream come true. Uh, Bob Iger is a tremendous boss. Just a real, I don't know him really well. I, he's a great guy at the time I did meet up with him. But, um, yeah, it was to be able to just at any time say, cause I, because I was not an employee, I was uh -huh. hired as an independent contractor, which I always was. Well, I didn't get all the other benefits that everybody got. But the great part of that is that some people didn't want to go to Disney, so I just got their free tickets anyway. Ah, uh, hell uh, yeah. Ha uh ha. -huh. I pulled that one off. We do. We love going to Disney. It's Look, it's a lot of work, and uh, one thing I will warn Rudy, if he happens to be listening, because this is a podcast, it's all over the world, um, you better bring some money. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. AJ, have you ever been to Disney? No, I've never been. Um, I hear it's a great time, but it's just one of those things where 
my family, I guess, doesn't, we don't travel too much. We used okay. to do kind of like, you know, Chicago, and because we're big baseball Ooh. fans, so we go to Wrigley Field and see the Cubs oh. and all that stuff. But the greatest. Um, no, I know my, my aunt who lives out in Delaware, huge, uh, huge Disney fan. I know they've gone down to Disney World quite often. Um, I haven't, though, so I, I hear it's a lot of fun. You gotta. You know, I, once again, I'd like to tee all this stuff up, but we're going through a situation right now, and I do understand insurance companies. Everywhere you go now, whether it's you go to high school, you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant, you walk down the street in the city, there's a good chance you're going to be punched in the face. Yeah. And the problem is, I would love to take, like I said, take our morning show, take Joe Slusheray's show, take uh, Score North, go down and do an appearance at Disney World. You know how cool that would be? That'd we be could tee that up. insane. But we can't do that because insurance to do something like that is way too expensive now. Because assholes won't behave when they go out in public. Everybody's a tough guy. We got to pay extra. So you and I can't have as much fun because the people act like pricks. When is that going to stop? I don't know. I mean, is there going to be an era it stops? And is insurance, it has to. Would insurance ever adjust anyways, even if it did stop? Well, now that they got to charge so much, do you think it will? No. <laughs> I mean, they're not known for, like, readjusting, being like, oh, no. actually, we shouldn't charge as much. I mean, it's just one of those situations. Every night you tune in, uh, people shooting each other down in Miami during spring break. They're yeah. shooting each other out in California about every five minutes. Why in the hell would you want to shoot? Are you that stupid? Seriously, you got you must be a moron to bring a gun to uh, to spring break. What the hell is wrong with you? I have no I have no idea. I, that was never a thought. Like when we no. ran around, you know, as teenagers, I never had that thought that there was somebody going to be with a gun. Just never. It's just this whole power thing we're going through now. It's money and power. Boy, we are so wrapped up in that. Uh, I'm getting kind of a. Not really a kick out of it, but I'm going, see, to our federal government. Because I don't go on social media. I know that there's a couple of places it says that I do, but I don't. Somebody must be using them in my family or something, because I don't go on any social media. Yeah. And one of the reasons I dropped off of it be, is because of TikTok. It's like, I'm not letting China know every damn thing I do. Why you would ever go on TikTok, I will never understand. Do you understand what you're doing when you go on TikTok? Yeah, but, like, that's what's funny about this all is the people that usually, I mean, you're the exception, but most people that complain about, like, they're scared of their information going out to TikTok are the same ones who inform mm -hmm. them, everybody, when they're going to, um, you know, Applebee's that night or, yeah, like, oh yeah. when they're, so oh, it's like, what are you even talking about? These The, the idea that you're scared they're going to get your information when you're like, here's all my information. Here's what I love about this, and AJ, you, I need to hear you chirp in along with Brittany on this one. Here's what I love about the people that, that, that do that kind of stuff. They will judge Americans. Oh, my God, white men are the worst. Oh, my God, they're terrible. I just can't deal with them. Of course, I'll go on TikTok where they tweet Uyghurs like shit. That you'll do, though. Uyghurs are killed in China every single day. That's okay with you, but you don't happen to like dad's buddies. What is okay. a, Wait, yeah, what word did you just say? Uyghur. What does that mean? Yeah, I believe that just, is a group of people in China, correct? Yes. yes okay, absolutely. I was like, I have no, I've never heard that in my life. 
I wouldn't have gone with that name either, I gotta be honest. <laughs> I was <with> so <laughs> concerned. I would agree with you. Yeah. Tom said Uyghur on the air. I what are was, we gonna do? I was like, okay, so hard stop. Let's just take a second. Uh, I, want, I don't know if I could say this or not. I wanted to say something because a, a black friend of mine did say something the first time he heard that. I don't know if I could say it, though, because I don't want to get everybody get pissed off at me, but it was very funny, actually. So maybe maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll call him and see if he'll come on the air and say what he said to me. He added the two words together, so I won't say it. No. But he added the two words together, and the last word was please, which I thought oh. was a lot. Oh, that's actually kind of funny. What is a black man in America today? He gets to say that, doesn't he? Yes. And oh, we, yeah. Yes. But, yeah, there's a big deal going on right now. They're trying to ban uh, TikTok, and there was a woman, a congresswoman from somewhere, I don't know where. She had to ask the guy five times, what are you people doing to the Uyghurs? And he would not answer that question. She just kept asking it over and over and over. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you, you think we got problems? We're pissed off at the world. Why? Because we allow people to do things like this. They, we allow people to take over our lives while they're killing people. And Uyghurs are basically slaves in China. Uh, they, not basically, they are slaves in China. Why do you want to do business with people who, have, who still uh, condone slavery? Why would you do that? I don't know, but this isn't the only case. Um, well, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many times where our lives where you go, can you compartmentalize this or not? Like... You know, we buy things all the time from people with... I know. And so I, I don't know if you can just say... It blows my mind that Congress is currently talking and thinking about TikTok. Like, that... It, yeah. It, out of all the evils, is really that the worst of them? I don't know. Um, we don't want to be giving all of our information to China. It's easy enough to get it anyway. We don't need to give it all to them, do we? I mean... And I don't know if you notice this or not, but things aren't going too well right now with China... And Russia and Iran. Didn't they just kill a couple of Americans? Or I, I know at least one. Yeah. Uh, it's just they are literally stacking up on the east, eastern hemisphere against the United States. They're all coming together against the United States. So we better find some friends quickly is all I got to say. No, and it's, um, you know, it's a debate that me and my husband had a big talk about when we were talk, watching you know, Full Swing, that um, golf documentary on Netflix. Can you, oh, yeah. can yeah. you, as like, you know, somebody who loves, you know, our, you know, like, likes uh, the, can you support live golf and still be a good person? Can you be a golfer that goes to live and still be a good person? Because you know that you know, there's all these questionable things that uh, Saudi Arabia does. Right, exactly. And so that's where that comes into play. Like, do mm -hmm. we, do you, can you, mm -hmm. so I don't know. It's just such a blurry situation. I, I, all of it. God, I'm sorry to put AJ through this. This is the first time I've ever <laughs> said this, but honestly, sorry, AJ, but you know, Brittany, you're right. Damn it, that Whoa. was hard to say. I wish Rudy Whoa. was here. He would be shocked. <laughs> I'm marking it for a drop. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, AJ. I, I appreciate it. Brittany was right. Shocking off. Shocking off. What did he what did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest. Look, I'm I'm not some Puritan. There are probably things that I do that I don't even know I'm doing. Supporting people I don't even know I'm supporting. I just really wish I really, really wish America, we would all come together and for a moment just say, 
ignore these politicians, ignore Hollywood, ignore a lot of these hedge fund people. They're destroying our lives to make money. Of course they are. Well, it's got to stop for Christ's sake. We need some real leadership is what we need. So I would like it better, like some friends of mine. I would see if I were president of the United States, I'd bring along a lot of people I grew up with. And if somebody did something wrong, they'd go over there and go, man, you better stop doing that. Or you get your ass handed to you. <laughs> see, I love people like that. What do you think? I say you run. I think that's your motto. Bernard, I... Bernard 2024, get your ass handed to you. Get your ass handed to <laughs> you. <laughs> Can I get up there at the very beginning when I'm first president of the United States and go, ask not. Can I do that? Of course you can. You know how it's so funny, Tom? You're too smart to run for public office. Like you oh. would. I can't imagine. I oh, I'd hate it. I would literally. I would hate it. And you know, like watching. It's not even like watching the sausage be made because they don't even make sausage. They make like half of a sausage and then like put it in a different room and it gets all moldy. So like that process has to be so painful to be a part of. But a part of me says we could rock the T-shirts and AJ's got the slogan. There we go. Slogan, baby. Slogan, baby. That's all we're having to say. Um, look, are we all perfect? Hell no. Have I done things I wish I hadn't done? Absolutely. There's no question about it. But but I, that's one of the great things about coming over here to partner up with Hubbard on this show is I literally was in a funk for 10 years trying to figure out why, what the hell are we doing? Why are we doing what we're doing? I come over here and everybody's like, hey, how you doing? They actually care how you're doing. Where'd that come from? It's weird. So I do, because a lot of people that I run into say, God, you have a, I mean, you're back to like uh, 10, 12 years ago on the KQ Morning Show. You're always in a good mood. You talk about loving your family and your friends and, and the job and, you know, working with the Hubbards again and how much you like that. And it's true. I mean, it, we have got to stop allowing the news to lie to us. And they, they all do. I, I'm not talking the local news. I'm talking about the national news. Yeah. They got to stop lying to us because it puts people in a funk. It's causing us misery, and it's got to stop. And they don't get any ratings anyway, by the way. Their ratings are not very good. So, um, yeah, I just, what I want to do on this show for the rest of my career, because I'm not going to go anywhere else. I mean, now that I'm here, this would be my last stop, obviously. But I literally want to talk about the great things in life. Now, I cannot convince really stupid people to do these things yeah because they're stupid that's fine right we don't need them and then we go oh that's so horrible to call i'm sorry but if you're a dimwit you're a dimwit sorry also (laughs) it's not that bad to be dumb um it's actually great it's really nice to be dumb like i mean you can live a pretty good life being dumb. It's My dog's got the best life. <laughs> right? and there's not a thought, there. there's not exactly. a thought behind those right? eyes. She just sleeps she, and eats all day. Yeah, she's not worried about buying clothing that you're worried that kids have made. You know what I mean? They're not worried about the yeah. lasting impact on things. So, yeah, that's fine. It's not a, it's not a diss. Have you guys ever eaten, um, what is it called, pop? pop? Pop. It's popcorn, only comes in little triangles. God, what the hell's the name? Hold on. Oh, one like second. the pop chips thing? They were yeah, like... they're pop chips. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll just go with pop chips. Yeah, okay? yeah. Right? Yeah. I like the white cheddar ones. Yeah, yeah. They're like called pop... Yeah, I think it is pop chips. Yeah. I like the white cheddar ones. 
Okay, you want to talk about dogs being spoiled? Oh, God, don't even get us started with Jude. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear this crackle, crackle, crackle. I look over. He's got his front paws on the couch, and he's tapping the bag with his right paw. Like, here, here's what I'd like. Um, he's tapping the bag for Christ. Dad, Dad, hello, feed yeah, me that. Like, the, I choose this one. Um, I'll sit and wait for you to feed them to me. Uh, yes. So, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that, that there's all this horrible stuff going on in the world, and they we're stealing, they're stealing our information, they're poisoning our minds, they're throwing us under the bus for money. Well, again, if we really do go in a recession, you and I are going to pay for it. Oh. The people who caused it aren't going to pay a dime because they're too powerful. Yeah, that's a thousand percent, and I'm going to do it because I have no other. I mean, they were just going to do it. We're right. and we're going to concentrate on the happy things around us, and we're going to keep living our lives despite the shitstorm that is just above us. And yeah, this is going to be life. The only problem I got, and AJ, you know, have you ever met? You've met my wife, AJ, haven't you? Not in person, just uh, through we the family podcast. Okay, well, you haven't met her in person, but the only my only fear is that if I do hold my ground and go, I'm sick to death of worrying about what everybody else does, poisoning the water, they're they're throwing us all into the bus to make money, they're doing all these horrible things. So I'm going to focus on, you know, the important things like my family, my friends, my job, all all the stuff that I love to do. But what if I focus on that, and then Catherine all of a sudden, I she looks at me like, oh, it's not what it used to be. Hello, Uber. You know what I'm saying. Oh, you're so dramatic. <laughs> what? You are such a baby. But AJ, baby. what if what if Catherine leaves and I focus? Oh, you are such a baby. You know how much I would hate that? Oh, my that, God. Would, she's not. Oh, she's, oh, trust she's me. Not. Trust me. She's been through the worst of it. She's going to enjoy oh, the fun time now. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Are you oh. talking about... I don't talking know. About glug, glug, glug. Yeah, talking about <laughs> knife threats on waiters, maybe. <laughs> It was only one time. <laughs> AJ looks wait, wait. afraid. <laughs> it wasn't a waiter. It was a guy sitting at the next table. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I never have... a waiter. My I'm mother sorry. was a server. Yes, I would I'm never sorry. Stab I didn't mean that. Um, yes, but yes, threatening um, strangers with knives. She's stuck around for that. So I think you're going to be fine, Tom. It wasn't a threat. It was a reality. <laughs> you shut up. I'm going to stab you. Wait, okay. Say it again. Say it again so AJ hears it. I'm sorry. Oh, AJ didn't hear yeah. that? Yes. It was not a threat. It was reality. I'm sorry. Shut up or I am going to stab you. This is not a threat. This is reality. Shut up. Right? <laughs> that's, What's that's wrong am- with that? That's amazing. I, I, I love it because there's a lot of people who I think could make a very empty threat. If it's coming from you, especially knowing you and your, you, you know, you. Your, your, yes. you know the, the baritone voice and everything, it's oh, like, true, okay, yeah. the fear of God is now in this person. <laughs> They know what's happening. I cannot with either. No, AJ, we are not allowing. I love the promises. I'm only here for a week. I'm going to encourage all this. I know you are. I sincerely, yes, I sincerely enjoyed AJ. Oh, that's just funny. It's a good time had by all. That's all I'm saying. What happened uh, was this, AJ. I was sitting at a very, very nice restaurant in Palm Beach on the island. This is several years ago. And some friends... And I, after having a few schwiels, were talking about something. Then it kind of turned into an argument a little bit. And I had had a few, and, and you're right. I do get the, I have that edge to me 
that I didn't even know I had, by the way, until just a, a few years ago, because nobody would ever tell me, Tom, you act like a psychopath once in a while. I go, oh, I didn't know that. Right? Yeah. So it was very helpful, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this guy threatened me at the next table. He said something like, if you don't stop it, I'll be coming over there. So I grabbed my steak knife and I said, why don't I come over there instead? <laughs> what about that? Shut the hell up. And that didn't go too well after that. I was escorted to another area, if you know what I'm saying. Relatable king. Relatable. Yeah. What happened to the world where you can't even threaten to stab somebody to death anymore? The good old days. <laughs> yeah, the good old days. Exactly. The good old days. That's okay. Exactly what I'm talking about. Speaking of, uh, you know, we have Bob Sansevier up here next after this break, but um, yeah. I'm pretty sure he we pay him that you can still threaten him. So don't worry. In we his contract, Bob. yes, you can still I can threaten. stab Bob. Yes, of course. That's why he's I'd here. I'd love to. Yeah. If I could only want, I've always thought to myself, if I could only stab Bob Sansevier. Right. It would be wonderful. All right, very quickly, sunny and mild with a high of 45. A beautiful day coming up today. Clear and a few clouds, 26 tonight. Saturday, partly sunny with a high of 44. So 45 today, 44 tomorrow, and 42 on Sunday as well. It's only 17 right now, so it's not exactly toasty right now, but it's going to get there. Beautiful day today, tomorrow, and Sunday. $1,000 Tom Bernard App Contest winner Nick Bachman of West St. Paul won the $1,000 Tom Bernard App Contest. Nick won $1,000 for downloading the Tom Bernard App and registering. Right now, if you get the app and register, you will be in for the $10,000 Pick Your Prize drawing the end of March. So uh, go to the uh, app right now, register, listen to the show. And by the way, I will say this again. The response to this show, you people are unbelievable, and thank you very much for supporting. I mean, right out of the box, you people were amazing. So thank you very much for that. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Sandy will be up next. Right now, my pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually take the, they make the My Slippers the number one selling my pillow product. See, I didn't even know that. That's a hell of a, hell of a note. The number one my, my pillow selling product. Uh, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you get the all-season slippers for 25 bucks, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me, my slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable, extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere, they also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout, enter promo code for this incredible offer, promo code TOM, T-O-M. These won't last long, so please order now. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. 
consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Tom Bernard here. You might not know this about me and about my family, but we're kind of Nissan strong. I say that because I own a Nissan Altima from Walzer Nissan. I love it. My son Andy owns a Nissan Rogue Sport from Walzer Nissan. And my daughter-in-law, Melissa, yep, you guessed it, drives a Nissan Kicks. And Cart's grandson, Ethan, safely around town, also purchased at Walzer Nissan. You want to know who else is Nissan strong in the Twin Cities? Walzer Nissan and their trifecta of stores. Down south, GM Dan Resch at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. West of the Metro, just off Highway 12 and Wyzetta Boulevard is Casey Novotny's Walzer Nissan Wyzetta. And in Coon Rapids, north side of Highway 10 and around Lake Boulevard, Jay Buck runs the show at this Nissan store. This month at all three Nissan dealerships, score 0% financing on Rogues, Altimas, and Pathfinders with up to $1,500 available loyalty cash on select models. Nissan strong and loyal like me. Me and my family. Even if you're just Nissan curious, go to Walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. I'm due for an oil change. Maybe I'll see you there. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Boom. I love the boom at the end. Boom. I love it. What do you think? I I wish that was my alarm in the morning. Boom. Oh, you know what? My alarm actually went off this morning, but it was an hour after I woke up, so I had to run in the other room and shut it off. Oh, I My God, those things are loud. They're so annoying. They are. It's true. You're absolutely right. Speaking of annoying, Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Mr. Bob Sansevier, how are you, sir? I'm good as long as you don't stab me. <laughs> as long as I don't stab you. I was you, listening well, to that. I know. Bob, hey, I got to ask you, know. Tom. Have you ever had an argument in a butcher shop and said to someone, shut up or I'm going to cleave you? <laughs> I like that. I'll have to cleave you. I'm going to use that someday, Bob. There's no question about it. Um, yeah, that was a uh, weird I time. I, in I life, wish there was video, Tom, of that uh, stabbing incident. Or I think, to tell you the truth, that. Louie Nanny was there, so he might have video. I'm not sure. <laughs> he po- he could, good. possibly. So what's happening, Sandy? Well, you mentioned Louie Nanny, so let's talk a little bit of college hockey. The right. uh, Road to the Frozen Four started last night, and the Gophers crushed Canisius 9-2. to St. Cloud State beat Minnesota uh, Mankato, so they're going to be facing each other. And it's ridiculous and just the NCAA to put all three Minnesota teams in the same bracket so only yep. one can emerge to the yep. Frozen Four. You know why? Because these whiny other schools, oh, we don't want all those Minnesota teams. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's what they sh- I mean, and they should have ignored it because some of the best teams in hockey obviously are in Minnesota. But that was wrong what they did. But they did it. And yeah, uh, I know. You know, you're, you're out. The Wild are still in good shape. They're just a point out in their, in their uh, division. So they're going to be in you know good shape going in once they get back. Uh, Capri, uh, Kirill uh, Kaprizov, so they'll be fine there. And, Tom, do you realize that a week from today when we talk again, we will be discussing the Twins season opener? Yes, sir. I'm ready to go. Next Thursday, they uh, they open the season. So that's going to be that, – that'll be a fun time and – you know, there's that, and we got this um, you know, Final Four road last night, some great games. Right now, the team that is uh, most interesting is 
Florida Atlantic beats Tennessee, and this team is now in the Elite Eight. And there's some, there are some great stories in the tournament. Princeton still has to play, so we'll see what happens there if they could keep it going. Jersey team, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, so that would be a, a lot of fun. And uh, you know, so we'll again, we'll see how that one turns out. It's did you watching any of those games, or is it just too much to de- deal with? No, I, I literally have been running around. I, I'm t- trying to take care of everything I possibly can to get it done. So as of like April 15th, I'm going to have to not have to run around like a psychopath. Anymore. It's been a pretty pretty busy few months, I will tell you that, Bob. Yeah, I, I guess for you, yes, it, it absolutely has been. Will you yep. make time to go see John Wick 4? Oh, absolutely. I, I think that's hilarious. How, does he kill, what, a 1,000 people? What is it? Well... The number is actually, and I'm surprised it's not higher, but through th- John Wick 1, 2, and 3, the total number of kills is 299. Why they didn't hit 300, I don't know. But it's uh, 299, and you know it'll. this one will probably soar over 400. Because right, he, he's got to have it. It's, in a three-hour movie, he's got to have 100 kills minimum. Three hours, Sandy. Why? Uh, it's, it's, I think it's 11 minutes short of three hours. I, yeah, oh. I don't know. But you know what? There are movies where I'd say there's no way, but with all the action and the killing, I'd, I will sit through it, but I, I got to find out from Lammers, there's got to be a scene that maybe a minute or two long that I could run out and use the restroom, because that's sure. a long time with a large Diet Pepsi not to go. Why, after an hour and, ha- and a half, wouldn't they go, I'll go on out to the lobby? Do you remember that? Were you old enough Tom- to remember that? Yes, and I actually I was watching Spartacus on TV the other day, and they have I mean the great movies. Then they had the intermission. Why they don't it, they'd make so much more money if they threw an intermission in? I don't get it. It's stupid not to have intermissions. I would like it. I'd go to three hour movies if I had a twenty minute intermission. I could get up and move around. That'd be good. Well, any movie over two hours should have the intermission. I agree. It's absurd that it doesn't. I, uh, maybe it's something we could lobby somebody for. Now, tell Lammers to get it done. He's connected with all these people. No, that's true. He, he can lock it all in. You're right. Yeah, so he, we could count on him. Uh, your, your Vikings, we'll mention them. They, you know, There's all rumors right now. Jerry Judy, they want to get another receiver to go with Justin Jefferson. I'd be more concerned that they get another quarterback so they can get rid of uh, Cousins. I know there's a lot of Cousins sycophants out there, but what has he Ish. ever done? Put up He's numbers, never won never anything. No. He hasn't, and I don't think he ever will because I think other teams can turn it up in the playoffs, and they can't. And I, I mentioned a few weeks ago, to me, he's the Denny Green of NFL quarterbacks. He'll have put up great regular season numbers, but in the playoffs, you will be sorely disappointed in what happens. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Still never understood why he did at halftime what he did, Bob. After all these years, I still don't get it. What, Took a which knee. halftime? Which one is that? What game? Oh, Christ, I can't even remember who they were playing, but he, instead of trying to move the ball down the field, he took a knee and let the clock run out. Oh, oh that, was, that was the end of regulation against Atlanta in the uh, 98 oh, NFC championship okay. game. Yep, there you go. And just for a little context for people who don't remember, he had the most prolific scoring offense in the history of the league it, up to that point. I mean, other teams have done more since then, but the best scoring team ever. And he did. He chose to take a knee, play for overtime at a time when it was sudden death. It yep. wasn't like it is now, you know, where nope. both teams might have an opportunity to score. Incredibly baffling. But again, it goes back to what I was saying. 
you know, a heck of a regular season coach, but not a, a very good postseason coach. Can so. I tell uh, AJ the great story about meeting Denny Green for the first time? Very quick, I would love Bob. to hear that. I would, too. You know yeah. this story. Brittany, you, do yeah. you know the story the first time I ever met Denny Green? No, tell me. Because I used to go after him pretty hard on the queue, if you remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty hard went after him. So I met uh, Audio Ruckus. I'm going to cut a voiceover. Uh-huh. And Denny is in Studio B, right? Yeah. So just as I'm getting up to go into Studio A, he comes out of Studio B. He looks at me, pauses, and says, and I quote, Goddamn KQRA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a power move right there. I love he doesn't even know the call letters, but he's still pissed off. Just angry. <laughs> That's amazing. I just started laughing, which he didn't care much for either. Oh, when no. I was laughing at him, but it was funny. That's so good. Now, do you remember the, uh, I had the audio, you know, and we used it on that, that other station, KQRA. When he wrote the book, basically saying he's going to overtake the ownership of the Vikings. Yes. So he goes, we're here to talk about Tampa Bay. Any more questions about Tampa Bay? You can hear crickets. <laughs> there were no more. So then I say, well, how about that book in what you claimed? And then we had a one-on-one where he accused me of carrying water for that guy. For me. For KQRA. Yeah. For you. <laughs> hey, hey, pal, I carry my own water. You damn right. So... Yeah, but yeah, geez. those were. I, you know what? When he left, you see, you know, when he took the high road, remember that he sure. was going to take the sure. high road. Yeah, uh, I was crestfallen because he was such great copy. Oh God, yes. I mean, he was a great guy to cover, even though he never talked to me one on one. I would never try to ask him for a, you know, hey, can I ask you a question? I always did it in the news conference setting because I didn't want. I, I mean, he didn't. He didn't have to do a favor for me, and I'd never ask him because he'd probably say no. Sandy, did he like anybody in the media? Yeah. He liked Larry oh, Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. Larry. Larry, yeah Larry's not a close. bad guy. Yeah, no, Larry's a good guy. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, yeah, they were, they were tight. But I don't know of anyone else in the local media that he liked. I mean, he, he had identified at one point Royce, Barrero, and me as like his triangle of media death. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Sandy. good company there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he didn't. He thought we were all out to get him, but all we were doing was, you know, showing the facts of how he had been. And I, I was the first media person to write something negative about him when, right. like, his first year, he took, uh, you know, the coaching staff to the Senior Bowl in Alabama, and and then he fired uh, two guys, including well, John Michaels was the guy who'd been with the Vikings, a great. Offensive line coach. As a matter of fact, I don't know of any O line coach who can say uh, that he coached. What one? He had uh, two tackles: Randall McDaniel and a center, uh, Mick Tinglehoff, uh, Gary Zimmerman the tackle, and Ron Yari. How many people have ever coached? You know, four linemen, and uh, that, that wound up making it in the Hall of Fame. He was a terrific offensive right. line coach. Him and Tom Bata, who's a special teams coach. Anyway. He takes them down there, gets them to do the reports on their players at their position, fires them in Alabama, and sends them home. That just was a, a crappy thing to do. No, yeah, it was a shitty thing to do. It was wrong, <laughs> but that was how Denny operated. I forgot. A, uh, Brittany set the tone the first five minutes of, your, of the show in your first episode when she started throwing around the F-bombs. 
Yeah, the first thing out of her mouth was the F-bomb. Yeah, that's the way I remember she it, too. wait. You guys. That's how she rolls. It's true. Shut the fuck up, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, are you going to stab me? Huh? No, I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> or get me into a butcher shop so you can cleave me? <laughs> so Is I that can it? cleave you? I'd rather <laughs> leave Bob. you, Bob. Leaving Bob. Oh, now, I'm, now my heart is breaking. Oh, mm. I like that. What are you doing? And Tom, now, uh, Turtle Dove okay. will never leave you. We know that. Well, but she's just leaving me right now. She just walked into Studio A and said, I got to go. Oh, all right. But, well, she will. But you know what? You got you got the show, and then after that, <laughs> look at all. If she were to leave you 10, 15 years ago, it would be devastating. But now, with all the streaming channels, you'll be fine. Yeah, I'm going to watch TV all day. <laughs> That's <laughs> so bleak. <laughs> you know, HBO Max, Paramount Plus. You've got all those stations. Prime. She, yeah, she just opens up the door to Studio A, comes in, picks up a piece of paper, and now Jude's sitting here next to me for the rest of the show, apparently. Jude wants to listen to the show. Or or you have food in your studio and Jude wants or there's... a piece of it. <laughs> you might be right about that. And, and I heard uh, that conversation, too. I just got to say quickly. We, you know, we're dumber than every dog out there because they will poop and they'll pee in the house and we clean it up who's oh, yeah. the smart one there well you're right sandy Thank always a great awesome. pleasure we will talk to you on monday right i live for that moment we do as well bob <laughs> thank you sir all right we'll see you bob sansevier sports sponsored by brad sean bryant personal injury lawyers i love sandy don't you love sandy i sincerely do i mean not as much as Kristen burt no, but almost of course not <laughs> That's what? my introduction today. I love it. <laughs> Everyone loves Kristen Burt. That's all we have to say. Uh, I'm sure there's a few. <laughs> a few that don't or do? Do not. Yeah, I think in general, I, Kristen, you're not doing something right if you don't have at least, you know, 20% of the people hating you. Otherwise, you're too, you're, you're too middle of the road. Nobody wants that. Absolutely. And I've got a thick skin. I've seen it all on social media. It's all fine. Yeah. Listen, no. I've covered Dancing with the Stars for years. That audience is very passionate. And when they don't like something, Ooh. they sure let me know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I don't really understand that because because I like something and you don't, I hate you. What? Just because I, I think, like something and you don't, who cares? I think opinions sometimes annoy people. You know, they're just like, how dare you not like this dance or this pro? I'm just speaking specifically for Dancing with the Stars. It works the same for politics or anything else we argue about here in the United States. But you know what? It's fine. I, I don't have the emotional energy. I usually just, you know, especially on Twitter, it's like, and mute. Bye. <laughs> it's easier to do that. No. No, I understand. No, no doubt about it. We're just talking about... Uh, you know, going to the movies, doing this, doing this. Is there any any good stuff coming out we should know about? Yes. I am so looking forward to this, and I think it's going to be right up your alley because it's Renfield with Nicolas Cage. And um, they dropped the final trailer yesterday. Oh. Anyone hasn't seen this, this is, and Nicholas Holt is also starring in it. So Nicholas Holt stars as Renfield, who is the uh, much-suffering assistant of Dracula, played yes. by Nicolas Cage. And this movie is either going to be a wild, it's, it's a wild swing. It's either going to be hit or miss. So what's going to wind up happening is either this movie's going to be horrible or it's going to be a massive hit. 
but so far from the trailer, I'm so intrigued and I'm like ready to slap down my $15 and go and see it. It comes out April 14th. You know, I really like him a lot. I, I do. I think Nicolas Cage is, you know, he's been on the show a couple of times and a very, very pleasant guy. Um, I really like him. Always have. What I find with his movies is that they either hit and they're massive hits or they're just massive bombs. There's like no yeah. in between. There's no middle ground. But what I do appreciate is that he does take these wild swings with these movies. He's never playing it safe. So I do appreciate that as an actor because I do think people get lazy sometimes in their careers and they're like, I'm just going to do the action movies. We know that they're going to make a ton of movie. They're going to ton of money. They're going to make me a ton of money. But he's someone who's like, eh, creatively, this speaks to me. And that's why he does it. No, I, I understand. What was the name of that? Uh, the Ultimate, what was that movie again? Ultimate something? The one that's coming out April 14th? No, the one that was out last year was really good. Oh, yeah. What the hell was the name of that? Like the Ultimate something. I can't remember the name of it. But that was a really good movie. I will tell you that. Yeah, and it didn't get as much traction as I think it should have. He got a lot of good praise for it, and I'm not necessarily sure it got like all of the... Um, you know, the uh, the eyeballs on it that it should have. I'm trying to look it up and see if we can find the name for you. But, um, yeah, it's definitely one of those that I think that this one's going to be a massive hit. And right now, sort of dark comedy is in, and that's going to hit that real sweet spot. And for whatever reason, movies are they're dark comedy kind of mixed with the element of horror, and I just think that this is going to find its audience right off the bat. Good. I'm glad to hear because, like I said, I do enjoy his work, so I got something to look forward to. That's great. Yes, absolutely. Um, but there's some other like controversies brewing in the movie world, so I want to uh -oh. get your your opinion on this. Because yesterday the news came out that uh, they are looking to remake Alfred Hitchcock's 1958 film Vertigo. Oh, sure. Now, I don't know if any Alfred Hitchcock films really need to be remade. That's probably like the first Correct. thought that I go to. However... Their uh, person who's developing it doesn't do movies very often and is usually very good in the roles, Robert Downey Jr. Mm. Does that change your opinion at all, or do you sit there and think, we shouldn't remake this? We shouldn't remake him anyway, but I do like Robert Downey Jr. I do like him. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, Twitter had some thoughts, because obviously this was a Jimmy Stewart role. Um, we don't know who's going to play the Kim Novak role, but uh, can people do a Hitchcock movie without Hitchcock? I guess that's a big question. God, I loved. I still to this day, I will get up if I wake up early. The first thing I do is watch an old episode from the 1960s of the Alfred Hitchcock show. So there you go. I'm a huge yeah, fan. The answer is probably no. <laughs> no one yeah, can ask no. Alfred Hitchcock except for Alfred Hitchcock. But Twitter was blazing with that yesterday. They're like, why is he bothering to remake this? Because you have to remember, Robert Downey Jr. hasn't really been in the public eye much since he retired from his Iron Man roles. And he was fabulous in the Iron Man roles. He was the one thing that kept me going to the Marvel Universe. Okay. And this is the vehicle that's really bringing him back to the public eye. So I think it's kind of interesting. Well, we'll give it, maybe we'll, I don't know if I'll give it a whirl or not. I like Hitchcock an awful lot. I don't, I hope he doesn't mess it up. We'll find out. Um, and then the other big controversy, and I personally, I like this. Britt, need your opinion on this one as well, because um, we're talking about The Little Mermaid. Now that'll be coming um, this May from Disney. Uh -huh. It is a live action version. It is with Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, Halle Bailey. Um, there was a lot of controversy when she got cast in the role because she's a young black actress 
it's crazy too. Who who cares? No one, nobody. It's a fictional story. Nobody knows what the color of skin yeah. the Little Mermaid has, Ariel. But they are changing the ending. All right. And spoiler alert right now, if you don't want to hear, you know, tune out. But Ariel is going to leave the water, not for a man. Okay, so <laughs> I know you're gonna roll your eyes, Tom. <laughs> but they did this with Frozen. They made the story about, like, two sisters and their love, and they didn't base it around, like, the love of a silly relationship. And I kind of love it. I kind of love it because most of these kids watching it are not like, wow, I, you know, I, I can relate to this love story. So I kind of love the idea that they're pivoting for their audience. Mm. Yeah, she, she leaves for herself and her independence and her strength and all of that. And I think that that is a modern adaptation of The Little Mermaid. If you want to go and watch the classic, the Disney classic, it's right there for you. If you want to read Hans Christian Andersen's book, it's right there for you. So I think that this is a good interpretation, and I think it really works in what they're trying to do Yeah, the sense of empowerment. Now, yeah. Tom, what are your thoughts on this? Uh-oh. Well, I have a question. Are, are you talking about sexualizing The Little Mermaid? Nope. It's oh, good. Just, I just wanted to make sure that yeah, that's what not what you were talking about because it's like, how do you have sex when you're a fish from the waist down? You know what I mean? <laughs> they can find a way. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do that's so special? That's what I'm saying. Could be, could be better. I don't know. I don't this know. You're towards kids, so this will be a family movie. But good. they are <laughs> making it sort of a female empowerment film. Well, there's nothing wrong with that female Like I said, I married female empowerment, so I'm good to go. You know exactly what I saw what it coming it's 40 like years to... ago. Yeah, your, your KB keeps you in line every single day. Yeah, she, she just did just now, as a matter of fact. Bringing the dog <laughs> oh, in and going. She bring, brought the dog into Studio A and left him here while she went somewhere. I don't know where she went, but. So you're babysitting your puppy? <laughs> I am, yes. Right now, I love as a matter of fact. Um, I just want to um, recall the, the Nicolas Cage movie you were thinking about, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yes. Terrific movie, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you like it? I enjoyed it. it. But, again, it was so weird that it didn't find the audience. But I, I feel like Renfield is the one that's going to bring. You know, I feel <laughs> Nicolas Cage every few years has a comeback. You know, he just yeah. falls out of favor, and then a few years later, people are like, wow, he's such a good actor. <laughs> you know, and then people are like, oh, yeah, he has an Oscar. That's right. We forgot about that with Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, though, Leaving Las Vegas was a tremendous movie, didn't you think? He is incredible in that film. And I think that the one thing is that sometimes his personal life over the years has eclipsed his work. You know, he had that massive case with the IRS um, and had to sell off a bunch of properties some of his marriages, like when he was married to Lisa Marie Presley and was also oddly an obsessed Elvis fan himself. And then he marries, you know, the daughter of Elvis, like some of those sort of tabloid stories eclipsed the work that he was doing on the screen. And I think that that happened right. a lot over his career. I understand. No question about it. All right. What do you got planned for the weekend? Anything good? I am going to binge watch Shrinking on Apple TV with Harrison Ford. I have all my screeners lined up. I'm ready to go. So that's going to be sort of my entertainment this weekend. And I'm finally going to get outside because it's not raining. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you. I just uh, sounds good to me. Sounds like a great weekend, right? It's relaxing because we have a storm coming on Tuesday and oh, it's going to rain another again. One. Another storm. Man, you guys have been hammered this year. 
hammered. It is, and I'm like, why am I paying for Seattle weather? I do not know. That's true. All right. Well, thank you very much for being with us. Great info as always. Have a magnificent weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. You bet. Take care. Have a good weekend. Thanks very much, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt will take a break. Be right back. Adam Hunter in studio up next. It's Tom, and you just have to hang in there. Winter is almost over. I promise. It really uh, is time to start thinking about spring lawn care, which means it's time to call ProTurf and get set for summer. Nothing is better than summer in Minnesota, and nothing's better than getting help from the pros at Professional Turf for landscaping, lawn care, irrigation systems, all of that stuff, as a matter of fact. When the snow is gone, ProTurf is on your lawn. They'll put together a three- to five-step program that is safe, it's effective, guaranteed to give you the results you're looking for, which is always great. All estimates are done on-site and in-person, of course. ProTurf will take the time to inspect your lawn and landscape, formulate a plan just for you. And ProTurf is a family-owned Minnesota company since 1982. They care for lawns and landscapes where they live, which is in Minnesota, of course. For lawn care, landscaping, and irrigation systems, call their exceptionally friendly staff or visit ProfessionalTurf.com. Click estimates. That's ProfessionalTurf.com. Hi. Who's this? Buzz. He appears whenever you eat Honey Nut Cheerios. Like a genie? Sure. Ooh, does he grant wishes? I wish I lived in a giant boot. No, I wish I could swim with a humpback whale. No. Um, I can grant you a delicious bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, which can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. Ooh, with heart shapes, too. Happy heart-shaped Cheerios are back for a limited time. Pick up a box of Honey Nut Cheerios at your local store for an easy, delicious, and heart-healthy start to your day. Tom here. Why should your business work with my friends at North American Banking Company? Here's Minnesota hockey legend Winnie Brown of OS Hockey. North American Banking Company has really allowed our business to grow over the years because whenever we have a question, we have the convenience of being able to walk in or we know exactly who to call to get things done. To learn more about North American Banking Company, go to nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com. Or visit any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.